Welcome to One Thing from Genesis. Thanks for joining us. I'm Scott, and as we look at just one thing from Genesis week by week, I hope we both better understand God's supremacy and the hope, joy, and purpose He intends for our daily lives. God longs for a deep relationship with all people, and He's given us the Bible as the way to understand Him and what He wants to give us. Each week, we'll look at one thing and see how it applies to our daily lives. So with that, let's look at one thing from Genesis. I was shocked this week to hear the news of a 21-year-old man who went into three business establishments to shoot and kill eight people. While that's in the headlines, we can all recall shocking news of men or women who commit terrible acts. Why do people do those things? Because we all do terrible things, though not all of them end up in the news. Terrible acts took place in Genesis as well, and not just one at a time. In Genesis chapter 37 alone, we see favoritism when Joseph receives a coat of many colors from his father. We see pride when Joseph shared the two dreams he received from God, indicating that his family would bow down to him. We also see jealousy when we learn of the complaints of Joseph's brothers as they reject what he tells them. And that's all in 11 verses. Later, Jacob sent Joseph to make sure his brothers were safe as they tended their flocks in Shechem. As Joseph approached, his jealous brothers decided to kill him, but first threw him in a pit. Then his brother Judah proposed another plan. In Genesis 37:27, Judah says, Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood. His brothers agreed. And so Joseph was sold into slavery, taken from his home by force to live in a new land with no hope for return. Imagine his despair. Perhaps he wondered where God was in the midst of all this trouble. And think of all the sin we see in this family. But as we think of this family's sin, the truth is we all share that same bent towards favoritism, pride, jealousy, and revenge. And we add a few more sins of our own. Sin corrupts us just like them. But we all also share something else with them, a need for something bigger than us. We long for something or someone who explains why we are here and what is our purpose in life. In short, deep inside, we feel a need for God. God knows about both our sin and our desire for something bigger. So God bridges between our shortcomings and our need for Him. He builds that bridge by redeeming the damage that comes from our sin. The idea of God's redemption comes from the marketplace, where something is redeemed or exchanged for something good. You and I might redeem points from our credit card for a new set of sunglasses, maybe luggage or a flat screen TV. But God does a greater thing when he redeems us from our sin. He redeemed you and me from the power of our sin nature and ultimately from the consequences of sin. He did that by offering his son Jesus as a sacrifice to pay the penalty for our sin. Instead of points, he used blood 
to purchase us from the marketplace of sin. Do you remember how hopeless Joseph may have felt when he was carted off as a slave? God was with him even in those dark days, working in the days to come to redeem that sinful act. We will learn in the next chapters of Genesis that God blessed him in difficult times and ultimately redeemed him, bringing him to a position of great power. Joseph would later tell his brothers that what they meant for evil, God meant for good. During his suffering, he grew and understood God in a new way as God was slowly redeeming him. Joseph gives us insight as we bear difficult times of suffering too. God uses those times to change us like he changed Joseph. Maybe you are in a very difficult place in life. Maybe you're wondering where God is in your struggle. Take heart with Joseph that God is at work even in the tough times, redeeming you from the power of sin and its consequences. The Bible tells us that God works all things for good for those he loves. Maybe today it is good to remember that God can redeem you and me, bringing us hope. He can redeem us from our slavery to sin. And he's redeeming his followers even today, shaping us into his perfect likeness. I hope these few thoughts about one thing from Genesis encourages you to dig deeper into the Bible. Until next week, here's hoping you'll find one more thing from Genesis. Genesis.